the Fade the Noise podcast with Brad Evans and Nate Lundy. Place your bets. Brad the Big Noise Evans here, joined by the good sir, Nathaniel Lundy. This is a Fade the Noise podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. And Lundy, you and I talk about trends a lot on this podcast. And don't worry, folks, we're going to talk about the Super Bowl and we're going to break down all of the enormous amount of props uh, they can wager on in regards to the big game as we get closer to it. But I do want to address one of the trends. You know, we talk about betting overs with Gonzaga. Uh, we were talking about, you know, taking Iowa on the spread until that disaster happened uh, in Iowa City against Indiana. Uh, and we've talked about the Drake, though they've been on pause. They're undefeated against the spread. Well, the flip side, there is a full fade that is going on right now in the SWAC. And it involves Mississippi Valley State, uh, the pride of uh, Rafael Palmero, Jerry Rice, you. This is one of the worst teams ATS on the season at 3-10, and 10, and they are getting obliterated. They're losing by like 40, 50 points pretty much every single time they go out. They're number 357 out of 357 in almost like every category imaginable in terms of the advanced analytics. And tonight, Mississippi Valley State's going up against the vaunted Texas Southern squad. And Texas Southern's laying like 24 and a half in this one. I'm going to fade. I'm going to fade. I'm going to follow the trend because the Valley is that decrepit. It's not the same, though, when it's Mississippi Valley State. Like when we were fading Washington, you know, we're fading big time schools. Brad, you're digging through the weeds. You're finding that team that we can throw some money on because they suck. Uh, I'm proud of you for digging this one up, man, because sometimes betters need to go off the beaten path to find the way to cash a ticket. Well done. Hey, man, I'm trying. I'm trying. So Texas Southern tonight, we'll see if the, again, the trend continues of futility for Mississippi Valley State. Uh, but I think Southern's going to cover that 24 and a half. And look, if you want to get in on that action, you want to get on any of the action available right now, do so at Draft. King Sportsbook and Pigskin fans, the moment that you've all been waiting for all season is right around the corner. And DraftKings, the official daily fantasy partner of Super Bowl 55, is bringing back their golden ticket giveaway with up to $55 million in prizes up for grabs. All you got to do is get your share of these huge prizes is to enter DraftKings' free Super Bowl prediction contest. Once you submit your picks, you will get a free Instant prize up to $25,000. And if you have uh, the most predictions correct, you can win the top prize of $1 million. So here's what you got to do. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use that promo code FTN. Enter the $55 million Super Bowl prediction challenge. Everyone gets an instant prize up to $25,000 just for playing. So use promo code FTN now. That's FTN now and enter the free $55 million Super Bowl challenge only at DraftKings, the official daily fantasy partner of Super Bowl 55. Terms and conditions and eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. With that, let's get to Monday's Fade 5. Number five. All right, let's go ahead and start things off out west in a rematch from just a couple of days ago. Arizona State going up against Arizona in the territorial battle. Uh, hopefully this one will be closer than what we saw the football field earlier this season. It was like 70-7 to finish uh, by Arizona State over U of A. But, uh, you know, U of A did get a tip in at the buzzer 
in Tempe in this first matchup back on January 21st. And I think it's going to be tight once again. I'm going to take the Sun Devils here plus the five, Lundy. Again, it was an 84-82 finish uh, just a few days ago. Akinjo for Arizona in that game, setting the pace with 24 points. Uh, the Devils right now sitting at... Really a, a very unattractive, an unexpected 1-4 record in Pac-12 play, but they've had three losses by six points or less. Uh, they got to limit the second-chance opportunities because that's where Arizona typically feasts. They generate another chance, an offensive rebound on 35.2% of their Pac-12 possessions, and they got to match threes as well. ASU shooting just 32.7% along the arc, but Arizona giving up 36.9% in that category. Attack the glass, draw contact, get to the line where ASU uh, generates 21.4% of the points. They were 21-29 in that first game, and I think they keep it nice and snug for the second time around. So, give me ASU plus five. Fade or follow. I will follow on this one, Brad, but it's fascinating because this line actually started at seven, then came creeping down. Now it's sitting at five. So a lot of folks expecting the Sun Devils to keep it close and that maybe that one and four conference record is a little bit of an early season blip. And they're hoping that Arizona State can turn it around. So I'm going to follow you on this one. Hope that those seniors on that Sun Devil roster can use some of that experience to be able to keep things close with Arizona. But this one's getting tight. Going to be a late night, late night uh, in the Pac-12. Let's see if ASU can hold on. Go Sun Devils, go! And don't draw any tees, Bobby Hurley. Number four. All right, let's stay out west. Let's go to Sin City and talk about Utah State and the running rebels of UNLV. And I'm going to lay the chalk here with the visiting Aggies at minus five and a half. Look, the Aggies really pin opponents uh, to the court, uh, giving up just 0.790 points per possession. That's number one in the Mountain West. Also number one in three-point percentage D and two-point percentage D, giving up just 28.4% and 39.9% respectively. Uh, Utah State, they get a ton of second-chance opportunities. at second-chance uh, dance at a 38% clip in Mountain West play. Ashworth, Anthony, and more specifically, the ball-headed bomber, Brock Miller. They're going to unleash from outside as UNLV, one of the conference's worst in three-point percentage defense, giving up 37.8. As long as the Mayascada can stay out of foul trouble, neutralize the paint, because that's where UNLV generates most of their points, and Utah State limits the turnovers, which have been problematic at times this season. I think they're going to win this thing by eight plus going away. So give me Utah State minus five and a half there at the Thomas and Mack Center. Fade or follow. I'll tell you what, Brad, here's the magic number that we found. 74. That's the magic number. UNLV is 0-6 when they allow 74 points or higher. They're 5-0 and if they can hold them under. Guess what? They're not holding Utah State under 74 tonight. This is going to be a loss for UNLV. It's just a matter of by how much. So, yes, I will follow with you. Let's give up the points. Let's follow Utah State that has been really a pretty good uh, uh, basketball squad out in the Mountain West. People not necessarily talking about them, but they will be if they keep up this play. Go, Aggies! Take down those ribs! Number three. All right, let's go to our MonkeyKnifeFight.com Monkey Knife Fight Player Prop of the Day, of course, presented by MonkeyKnifeFight.com. Go there right now. It's a DFS game unlike any other. It's just you against the house on your favorite player props. Whether in the NFL, the NHL, or the NBA, we're going to get a pick here uh, for the association in tonight's slate here in a second. But again, use that promo code F. T-N. Again, promo code F. 
TN. And when you sign up, you get a free $5 game on the house. Just more or less over under. Again, on all of your favorite player props. Have an MKF in good time at monkeyknifefight.com. And who's going to have an MKF in good time tonight? On the hardwood, how about the rookie sensation out of the University of Memphis? Uh, he was there just merely briefly because of controversy, uh, but he was the number two overall pick, and that is James Wiseman, formerly of the Tigers and now of the Golden State Warriors. I'm going to focus on points, just 12 and a half, Lundy. That's it. And I'm going to take the over here against the Minnesota Timberwolves, who have been cute, cuddly creatures when it comes to defense on the season. Uh, you look at what Wiseman has done over his last four games, he's, uh, in which he's played at least 25 minutes. He's gone for 15, 15, 20, and 18 points. Uh, in the month of January, shooting 52.6% from the floor. I mentioned the T-Wolves and their forgiving ways. Uh, they are number 27 in adjusted defensive efficiency in, in the NBA, giving up 1.098 points per possession. And more importantly for Wiseman, a guy that really lives in the post, uh, they are number 24 in two-point percentage D and number 26 in defensive rebounding percentage, which means Wiseman could clank one off the back iron, maybe collect his own rebound, kiss it off the glass for two, and get you closer to that over and hitting 13 points. So the seven-footer who's got athleticism oozing out of every pore, I love this line. It's way too low based on – uh, recency and based, of course, too, on the very attractive matchup. Vader, follow my over James Wiseman, 12.5 points. Well, Brad, it all depends on whether or not Draymond Green's going to yell at him again uh, and then get tossed from the game for <laughs> yelling at his own teammate. No, I'll tell you what, I'm going to follow on this one as well. It's interesting because you know, if you listen to the pod, Brad and I like to go with PRAs a lot on different players. This one I actually don't like his PRA. It's sitting at 21 and a half. To me, that's a little bit too high. I don't think that he's going to be able to pull it off. He's not like he's not a guy that's throwing around the ball as a big man from an assist standpoint. So the only way he pulls that PRA is doing it with points and rebounds. But I do think he gets it done on the points. I agree with you there. I think he can hit 13. I think it's too low of a number going up against Minnesota. I'd like to see his minutes continue to increase, and hopefully Golden State can do that tonight against Minnesota because of the defensive matchup that he can take advantage of. So let's get him up to maybe 14, 15 points and cash that over with Monkey Knife Fight. Ah, the over is a very wise decision. Number two. All right, back to the college hardwood, and let's go out to the ACC in a game which is going to be played at a sloss pace, more than likely, because it normally is the case when it comes to the University of Virginia basketball. The Cavaliers hosting the surging Syracuse Orange, and I'm going to take the visitors and the points here at plus seven and a half in this contest. Uh, you know, can U of A solve the zone? That's always the question uh, that perplexes many in college basketball when going up against that 2-3 that Jimmy Bayheim trots out. Uh, you know, University of Virginia, 37.3% of that uh, team's points come from beyond the arc. Syracuse only giving up 25% along the perimeter so far this season. Uh, Gary Air versus Huff is going to be critical in, term in, in terms of who's going to win that inside battle. U of A, number one in two-point percentage offense and defense in the ACC. So Syracuse got a lot of work cut out for it there in the paint. Uh, but Hughes, again, uh, riding that confidence high. Winners of back-to-back contests are back at 500 in the ho-hum ACC. Alan Griffin, the Illinois transfer, has been a two-way player who has uh, cashed some paydays here uh, with his extraordinary play at six blocks over the weekend the last time out taking the floor so again in a game in which is going to have limited possessions if if U of A cannot solve that zone which can riddle teams at times 
I think Syracuse will keep this thing close. I don't think it's going to be a blowout by any stretch. So I think a five-point win for Virginia makes a ton of sense. Remember, over the weekend, they barely got by Georgia Tech, who I think right now is a little bit more inferior compared to Syracuse, especially defensively. So fade or follow the orange and the points on the road in Charlottesville. This is a rough one, Brad, because Syracuse, as you said, a couple of nice wins, a couple of covers for them. But prior to that, they had failed to cover the spread in five of six uh, before that contest a week ago against Miami. So I'm going to follow you, but I'm a little more nervous about this one than you are because Cuse uh, just is not a, a covering machine. Let's hope this time they can keep it close in that snail's pace that Virginia likes to play. Don't get squeezed, Syracuse. Number one. All right, last and certainly not least, let's talk about the marquee matchup of college basketball on this Monday night slate. Texas Tech traveling to Morgantown to take on Huggy Bears Mountaineers. And I'm going to take the visitors here in Chris Beard. It's always wise to wager on Chris Beard. Plus the two. This could be a nail-biter. It's going to come down to the waning moments. Maybe it's going to be another Mac McClung uh, injected into your veins game winner at the buzzer. But... Uh, you know, Tech, unblemished on the road so far this season in true road games. I'm putting that in air quotes because what does that mean, really, in a pandemic time in which there are little to no fans at most venues? But they are 3-0 and so far this season. Remember, they logged critical victories at Texas, at Oklahoma. Uh, you know, the free throw frenzy that Tech can attract will be critical in this game. 24.3% of the Red Raiders' points come on the freebies. So driving and slashing lane, drawing contact, and then converting at the free throw line could push them over the top. Paint control will also be pivotal, uh, pivotal in this game. West Virginia uh, below average inside in terms of two-point percentage D. Uh, Texas Tech, meanwhile, number one in, in the Big 12 in two-point percentage D on their own. Own right, and they're near the tops as well in two-point percentage offense on the season. Uh, they got to prevent those carpet bombs from outside. Does Texas Tech? West Virginia stroking it at a 39.2 percent clip. Uh, McBride has been money in the bank uh, from outside, but Texas Tech defensively, of course, one of the standouts in college basketball, number five in the country on the year and adjusted offensive efficiency. So when push comes to shove, Beard will push the right buttons, and I think Tech will prevail. So give me the Red Raiders. Guns up, plus two against West Virginia. Fade or follow. I will fade on this mm. one. Couldn't couldn't kick off a week leading up to, uh, let's see, what are we doing for the Pro Bowl? Like a, a water <laughs> balloon fight? The uh, over. You know, That's what we're exactly. doing. We're doing the over on the Pro uh, Bowl. Yeah, whatever whatever it is they're going to do since they're since we're sitting here in the midst of a pandemic. No, I'm going to I'm going to fade you on this one, Brad. I think Tech's got a problem taking care of the basketball. Uh, way too many turnovers that I've seen out of Texas Tech. If West Virginia can continue to force them to make those kinds of mistakes, I think they can take advantage of it. And therefore, I think this is going to be a great game. I agree with that. Definitely a marquee matchup uh, in college basketball tonight. But I think what's going to happen is down the stretch, we're going to wind up seeing a shot go the opposite direction. And that two points is going to turn into, say, four or five as a victory for West Virginia. So I got to fade, Jim. 
my brother. Oh, yeah, it just wouldn't be right if you did a 5 for 5 follow on a Monday to tip off the week. And that is a wrap on this edition of the Fade the Noise podcast. Please follow Lundy on Twitter at Nate Lundy. You can follow me at Noisy Wavos. Drop us a rating and a review, would you kindly? And check out FTNBets.com, FTNDaily.com, and FTNFantasy.com for all of your sports betting and fantasy sports content needs. Use that promo code Evans, E-V-A-N-S, to score 10% off your subscription today. And until next time, as always, feed or follow. That is up to you. Feed the noise.